Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Note to self. Make a movie about my days doing room service. It could definitely be a Caddyshack type of vibe. Room service movie. Brainstorm with Andy. Andy Smith. Steve Rineker. And Chris Zuliger, if he's still contactable. Brainstorm with those guys. That could... Wow, for hallway scenes, you always just use the same hallway and just change the numbers on the doors. That's all. Man Behind the Machine, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. What's next? Uh-huh. What's next? Oh. What's next? Yeah? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. What's, what's, uh, what's next? You gotta be kid. You gotta be kidding me. Uh huh. Right, right, right. What's what's next? Right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Next. Yeah. Next. 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 Oh. Uh huh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, and then what's next? What's... Yeah, what's next? Uh, next, next. Yeah. Uh... Hmm. Next. Next, yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's next? What's next? Sounds good. Sounds real good. That sounds very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. 
What's next? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. What's next? Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. What's next? What's next? Oh. Oh, no, no, no. Next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 next, no, no, next, next, yeah, yeah, next, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, net, oh, yeah, yeah, what's next, what's next? Huh? Oh, okay, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I know what that is, yeah, okay, what's next? What's next? Oh, what's next? What's next? Oh, what's next? Uh, what's next? Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Yep. Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. What's next? What's next? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, what's next? What's next? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. Mm. That's exciting. Oh. What a zinger. What a zinger. Mm-hmm. What's next? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but what's next? Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, but what's next? Mm-hmm. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. Right. What's next? Mmm. What's next? What is next? What's next? What? What is... What's next? What? What? What's next? No way, what's next? Are you serious? No, 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 what's next? What's next? Sure. No, yeah, no, I know. I know all about it. Yeah, what's next? What's next? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Now that... Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, I... I yeah. Oh, that's great. I could die and be happy. There are places I remember all my life Though some have changed, some forever not for better Some have gone and some re- Hey! Hey! What are you doing? You can't stick your thumb up my bum! Hey man, hey! It's okay! I work for the TSA! <laughs> Yeah, man! Hey! Oh! 
Oh, I didn't realize. Well, as you were. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, that's a way. That's a way. <laughs> I'm going to try to express this dream the best I can. It happened hours ago. I remember remnants of it. I was in a building of some sort. It might have been a house or maybe like a few stories up and something outside that window I was trying to capture on my phone pictures of UFOs flying past in the darkness I could see their glows They flew, flew across the sky from the right to the left. And I was trying to get photos, and there were people standing in my way. And I remember ducking around people, trying to trying to get these photos and videos. And I remember I was, I think I was going to try to s email them to myself or something. So that way I would, I would have this evidence. Was I, was I, crazy if I looked at my email right now and there it was but I remember all of a sudden it seemed like no one else could see it or felt that way or it just appeared only to me a being I'd like to remember what it actually looked like. But it felt extraterrestrial. And it said, are you ready to go? And I said, this is my moment in time where you're offering me the ability to leave this planet and there were so many questions in the brain. Is this a relative of mine? Am I of this extraterrestrial race? Are you where are you taking me? Am I going to be safe? I remember asking, I said, oh, what's going to happen if I go now? And I didn't know if that meant for good. Like, okay, you're going to forever leave your 
like you're basically going to die. You're going to forever leave your earth, your earth. You're going to leave this earthly body. And now you're just going to become this part of this other extraterrestrial race. So I said, is my mom going to be fine? Is my sister, you know, is my brother, is my dad? I want to make sure my family was, everything was going to be taken care of. And, you know, especially if I was just going to disappear right now. That would leave the responsibility of paying this rent and doing something with all my stuff. So, looking at this, and I for some reason I felt like David Lynch had something to do with it. I don't know if he was there. If I... Or at some point I said to the extraterrestrial, I said, one second, let me just say this real quick. I just got to go tell this person something real fast. And I also feel like, did I talk to David Lynch? Was that David Lynch at that time? Hmm. So there, so I had that. Now... I slept, like, I woke up, today's, today's Monday morning right now, it's 5.14 a.m., I have K-Chung Radio today, Inspirato Projecto, I got two great guests on the show, I got David Bowie from Yachtly Crew, and Sam Litzinger, an artist in Los Angeles. She used to work at the Wonder Bakery in Chinatown, and I would stop in the Wonder Bakery on a lot of occasions before coming into the radio show. I'd sometimes get cookies or um, these macaroons, delicious coconut macaroons, coffee almost all the time, usually a small cup with a shot of espresso. And... Uh, And so she, she was always working on that day. So I said, someday when you don't have, when you don't have your, you know, when you don't, if you don't, if you quit someday or you just happen to not work on a Monday, it'd be great. If I got the radio show going on that day, stop in because I know I can interview you about all of your art shows and all that stuff. And it was inspiring me seeing her art. She's got a very unique style. She chooses these like these photos from like it looks like the eighteen hundreds, and then she draws on top of them. Um, I don't know if she uses whiteout or what, but it's usually black and white. It's 
It's really interesting, and they're tiny. They're like little, little tiny things. But when I see photos of these, they look like they could be these big paintings. <coughs> so she's been working. <coughs> wow. I must still have a whole lot of that dust in my lungs from cleaning the house. So, Sam has had these art galleries, a hive, I think it's called the Hive Gallery. And seeing that, it inspired me like, oh man, I gotta start painting again. So especially now after this big deep clean of the, of the apartment, man, I've been going like big time, like just deep into it for the past four or five days. Going through everything, everything, everything. And now it's time for me to file it out. File it out. You got it, dude. John Garside. Anyone listening who knows what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. You got it, dude. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So, now that I've been looking at all these paintings, all these old sketchbooks, all this art, I've been playing with the idea of scanning each one, getting them out there, self-publishing them, bam, 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 getting out all those sketchbooks in no particular order. That could be a fun thing. I release another sketchbook that takes place more in the future of things, like 2001. And then I release a modern sketchbook, what I've been working on lately. And then I go back to the, and then I go back in time, go back in time. I could time travel with these things. Bam, 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 bam. Put them out of order. And uh, people can put them in order if they want. Hmm. Interesting. What if an author did something like that? Where they're writing a book. They're writing these books. They, they got a whole series of books written already. And as they release them, they're not releasing them. So maybe they release the first two books. And then they release book five. And then, you know, so they're all pre-written, but they go, and then it's, and then, and then as, so people read those and it could fall in line, you know, could, could seem to match up with what went on back then, but what they're forgetting is that maybe there's a chapter or two in between there that has yet to be addressed. Which is great with what's been going on lately with all these different movies, how they have prequels and stuff like that. You can always go back to the beginning. That's the cool thing. Now, what if you had already started that intentionally? And you go, book 12. And people are like, wait, book 12? Or they just release the books. They don't give them the number. Something to think about. Something to think about. Kitty. Kitty, kitty. So, 
waking up Sunday, I came out, basically I slept on a couch. I just kept sleeping and sleeping. And I would take breaks in between where I drink ozonated water. I just recently drank some orange juice. That's it. That's all I would do. And I just kept hitting my alarm 20 minutes. And then I'd wake up with a new dream. And that's where I came up. That's where that dream with the UFO came through. It's times like these with past lives, past life regret, you know, where I, where past life regressions would come in handy. Going to uh, QHHT, quantum hypnosis, quantum healing hypnosis therapy teacher. And diving in there. I got into a great discussion with Philly Ocean after that show. See, I've been going, 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 going. And then we had, the Yachtly crew had a, a uh, I really wanted to record while I was there. They wouldn't allow any cell phones in there. It was interesting. Later on in the night, people were taking photos. So if you could look on the uh, Inspirato Projecto Instagram, instagram.com slash Inspirato Projecto, you'll see a photo that I took from the green room. These folks are very hospitable. Jonathan's Beach Club. Or Jonathan. Jonathan? Jonathan Beach Club. Before that, where was that other place we were at? But Oh, wow, just wonderful. Wonderful foodstuffs. Cookies. I ate a lot of these cookies up in the screen room. So I took a photo out that uh, window to look at the beach crowd. It was still daylight, um, you know, before the show began. But wow, it got packed in there. So, you know, we got home at 2 or 3 a.m. And I was dancing like a madman on stage. Just big time. My legs were turning rubbery after four or five days of, you know, cleaning, going up and down steps, throwing out trash, moving stuff, bringing big old laundry bags down to the car. Just holy moly, knocked me out. So it's funny, I kind of lived, you know, that real life snooze. I can't remember if I said it or not, this idea that I've had for a while for a movie it reminds me it's like inspired a lot in uh by in part by illustrated man by ray bradbury where the main character meets an illustrated man like a tattooed person who basically used to work for the circus and he's and he's got tattoos all over his body and there's this one patch of just open skin back there and kind of each story it's 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 a it's a chronology anthology of stories i don't even know if i'm using the right words of stories put together different stories so this enables ray bradbury to be able to it it gives him the glue in between each of these stories so it all feels like this complete thing rather than just go oh here's a story here's a story okay it's just book of all these short stories it's a very clever thing to weave it together like that really cool. 
So the illustrated man, his back, it would form the next story, which would then house, somehow relate to that person's future in some interesting way. So you had each of those stories, and then you had the extra story, which was about the time that was being spent with this person and illustrated man. So this movie idea, Snooze, I've, I've always imagined it was a hammock. I originally thought it was a hammock. Could be any kind of bed. Any kind of, could be just on a blanket out in the park. I like the idea of nature being around. Because when you're outside, a whole kinds of, all kinds of stuff could be happening. Inside too, of course. But when you're outside, there's always, you know, there's, <laughs> there's this, there, there's always the possibility of like, like a volleyball flying into the yard or a, a, a car screeching in the distance or someone starting up their lawnmower next door, dog barking, uh, airplane drops a package overhead and it, it ends up landing in the yard. Oh, so many different things. Treehouse. Something is moving around in the treehouse. So this person is, is I'm imagining sleeping in a hammock. And they got, well, okay. I did imagine an original clock, like one of those alar old Larma clocks. I used to, I had one that was like from the, it seemed like from the 70s. And that was my, that was my, that was my alarm clock. So I imagine this kind of alarm clock. I don't know if the guy's got it, you know, in there with the hammock with them or side table. I don't know. I just come up with the stories. I don't yet know the logistics. Okay, these are the elements. Nothing comes out perfect. Here we go. We get to view a an actual unfolding of process in motion. The motion of the ocean, of the stream of consciousness. So he had snooze. He's sleeping out there. He's sleeping there. And he's like, should I wake up yet? I don't want to. Let's hit snooze. So he hit snooze again. And then goes into another dream. And then something happens. Wakes him up out of it. Could be right in the middle of some like juicy thing, you know, like a cliffhanger. And it's not to say that he doesn't get back to that dream later on. He could continue the dream, sure. Maybe each time he goes back in, it's a little altered because now it's, it's including something that. It's including an element of what just recently happened. So each time, here's a new element of something that happened. You know, let's say the dog barking next door, whoa, wakes him up. Or that dog barking is like the sound of some monster. He translates as the sound of some monster in his in his dream. Oh, by the way, I just made a new uh, promo. Promo? Promo. I just made a new advert promo. It's on the Instagram page. Instagram page. So that's the idea for snooze. Guy hits that. So I experienced that real life all day. Well, yesterday and continuing today. I got my alarm set for 8.30 a.m. So I could, you know, start looking at stuff at my computer, start getting files together. 
I'll most likely get some files together uh, on the subway on the way home. So, yeah, uh, each time, each time I hit the, uh, each time I was woken up from a 20-minute thing, I just went bam, started it up again, and uh, feels good, feels good to, to, to really rest. It's very important to rest after some very intense workout type stuff. It's very, very important to rest. So, my gosh, I just looked at the cat. He buried his head into the pillow face first, digging it in there. It's awesome. Uh, gosh, and I had a flash of insight for another one of those dreams. Wow, I could see the sun starting to rise. All right, folks, I'm going to go to sleep for a little bit here. My mission is to get this podcast out uh, at least at least you know three hours 12, 11, 10 well at least an hour, two hours well, who knows, I we don't have any time schedules my dream though is to get this out before today's broadcast of K-Chung Radio because this is, is, is a, in, sort of an infomercial for that, infotainment, funtertainment, infotainment, precipitainment. Hi, I'm very interested in precipitainment, cooperatainment. Ooh, that's good, cooperatainment. Yeah, man, cooperatainment. Cooperatainment. It is the answer. Oh, my God, cooperatainment. <coughs> Collabertainment. Ensemble, ensemble-tainment. I think we just got, well, I think we're on to something here. Reciprate, reciprate, reciprate-tainment. <coughs> I'm thinking of reciprocation, of course. Reciprate-tainment. Cooperate-tainment, reciprate-tainment, infotainment, fun-tertainment. Meltertainment. That'd be like if you're watching Yali Cruz shows, you're just melted, being melted. Your heart. So check out uh, if you're if you're a fan of Instagram. If you'd like to follow my two guests, so you can kind of catch up on them. Check out Sam at. S-M-A-L-I-T-Z, S-M-A-L-I-T-Z, that's on Instagram, or David Bowie, which is at, at D-R Spangler, S-P-A-N-G-L-E-R, D-R, like doctor, D-R, S-P-A-N-G-L-E-R. You do a little catch-up on what's going on. All right, folks, take care.
Morally Terror. The time is now 9.53 a.m. We got Dr. Gonzo on my lap as I uh, put together some of the uh, while I uh, put together some of the uh, the playlist here for today's show if you've ever heard of rock and roll star pal Stanley there's a good chance he might be showing up to the show today uh, and We we'll also have a dog in the studio for the first time today. Sam Litzinger will be bringing uh, her boss's dog. Maybe we can get him to bark a little bit, do some stuff. Hmm. Marvelous. Hmm. Ozonated water. We uh, boiled up some water for coffee for the uh, for the French press. That's rocking and rolling. I can't remember if I said this or not, but when I woke up early this morning, uh, I something just popped in my brain. Something just told me, "Hey, watch, watch, watch anything about Edgar Casey." I've always heard about Edgar Casey. However, I never, I can't say that I've truly dove in. And uh, this guy was around in the 1900s, and. He, it's interesting, you know, I'm so curious if Dolores Cannon knew about him. It sounds like Dolores Cannon did not know about him. She started doing the past life regression stuff in the 80s. Edgar Casey was telling people about their past lives while he was in a trance. So it was opposite. And he talked all about Atlantis, uh, the Akashic Records, uh about Egypt, how the uh, the Atlanteans went to Egypt, helping with the build, building the pyramids. Now, this guy, um, when he started getting into that information, at first he was just helping people with their medical advi- with medical advice, and uh, even remotely. And uh, it, it was just in- incredible, incredible. Of course, everybody, you know made fun of him, and they're like, oh, no, this isn't right. He even got arrested for fortune-telling. I mean, he was helping out people. And this guy, through all this adversity, he had two or three photo labs burned down, and it's just like, it, it's tricky to think when you have an ability like that, You, it's like, it seems that throughout history, there's both that idea of people being in awe of it and going, oh my gosh, this is amazing, thank you so much, you're helping me, you're helping me, and then simultaneously, those who want to do evil to that person, they're like, we want to snuff them out, shut them, shut them down. Whether it's rich, you know, medical professionals, uh, whether it's uh, religious, religious folks, 
that was the thing. He was he was teaching Sunday school, and then um, he was also channeling this stuff. You know, and so later in his years, he started getting into the metaphysics, and that opened up a whole bunch of stuff. And he was starting to think that maybe he, you know, was this a gift from God? Was this a curse? You know, everybody was telling him different things. And he was the guy who had the ability to do this stuff. So what do you do? You shut it off because everyone else is telling you to shut it off? Um, so interesting. There's both simultaneously that want, that desire, that need to see people be the best version of themselves and to shine brightly and to inspire the populace. And yet also that aspect of being jealous of those folks because they're able to shine so brightly in their specific chosen area. If people go, go, go too deep into following their, their calling, there seems to be repercussions for that. If they go right on the edge, as long as they're corporately sponsored, oh, yeah, oh they're sponsored by a corporate, okay, okay, Coca-Cola sponsors them, okay, no, they're cool, they're cool. They're, they're given boundaries then. They're working within a boundary, within a certain set of boundaries. So, okay, we don't have to be worried about that person that they're going to out of control. Because if Coca-Cola sponsors them, then then they must be on the up and up. Because you know, uh, we we can't have we can't have these uh, these crazy people doing too much of this now. It's going to take a focus away from what really needs to be done is, which is uh, being stuck within this matrix. So Edgar Casey, this guy, this brilliant guy, it's interesting because the stuff that he talked about was the same stuff that Dolores Cannon, 1980s, was finding out with her past life regression people. So when you get enough of these people who are in these trance states who know nothing about one another, and they're and they're bringing up this information that is extraordinary and completely unheard of, simply because fellow humans have not yet discovered it, you know, by some fully sanctioned, uh, I don't know, like let, let's say F the FDA or um, whoever gives authority on such matters, whoever gives the stamps of approval and the licenses to, to you know, to, to be able to practice these things. Um, Unless it's some, some big thing like that, I don't know. It's, it's such a weird conundrum to be stuck in. This was the interesting thing that I noticed about Edgar Cayce. Um, he, when he was in school, he misspelled the word cabin many times. And he was chastised for it. It's interesting, when I, during my spelling bee, that was one of the words that I had misspelled, cabin. Such a simple word, and I gave it two Bs. I'll always remember that, C-A-B-B-I-N. That and the word cautious. I think I spelled it C-A-U-C-I-O-U-S. So it was really interesting to see the stuff that Edgar Casey was talking about. When you match up things that people in all these different locations are 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 pointing to, I would say that supersedes any sort of just 
regular human knowledge. There's always unexplored stuff. There's always unexplored stuff. There's always uncovered stuff. Wouldn't it be better to be living within the century that actually makes these discoveries and, 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 and promotes them and moves them forward rather than being in a society where, they, where you, you go, oh, those people back hundreds of years ago, they had no idea about this stuff. Oh, my God. Those poor people, they were so repressed. Yeah, there was that one Egyptian who was able to, to make a car, and he made it run out of water, and then uh, uh, the other people just snuffed it. And, uh, but now, you know, we know that was the true thing. Well, what good does it do to be living within the century that's snuffing out the stuff? What good does that be? What good is that? Wouldn't it be more delightful to be? It's like uh, Michelangelo, or um, no, he was probably a lot more respected than Picasso. But um, a lot of these these artists, they were not famous, or or even able to le live uh, by a normal means. A lot of these guys were poor. They were not recognized within their own time. It wasn't until years later that people started going, you know what, these guys are really cool. Um, there's something to be said about this. Don't, let's not be that, okay? Let's, let's, I think it's possible for us to be noticed and for this phenomenal information to be recognized within our very lifetime. It's, uh, it's incredible. It just blows my mind when we think about stuff like that. So we're all scientists. Whether we have beakers, whether we each have microscopes or telescopes, we're all, every single one of us is a scientist, is an inventor, is a discoverer of knowledge. The more we pay attention to that stuff and the more that we're just adamant about going, no, this is something that's happening right now, and you start grouping with others who noticed similar things. Now you're, none, now you're among safe, you know, you could be in your element. You could talk shop, so to speak. You could geek out on these items of interest. And it grows. The momentum grows. As, the, as it says, every dog has his day. There are so many things that are happening out there in the news, so many protests going on that, you know, 50 years ago, people would have been like, what, what the heck? Everything rises to the top. I can get into a million examples, but I need to start putting my uh, show together here. More, more later. More later. We are now taking the subway over to Chinatown for today's show. Rumor has it, rock and roll legend Pal Stanley will be joining us. I cannot vouch if that is true or not. However, one thing is for sure, today will be filled with surprises. intriguing. I need to get back to reading 
reality transference. I read about 88 pages, perhaps 90 pages. I'd like to remember what his original, his first name is Vlad, not Vladimir, Zelit, Zeled, Zeled. His last name is Z E L A D, I believe. Or his first name, Zeled. Zeland, Z E L A N D, perhaps. Reality Transurfing. Reality Transurfing. All about the idea of what, what he, he refers to as pendulums. Once the pendulum starts swinging and it starts getting momentum, you start getting more energy behind that momentum of that pendulum momentum of that pendulum momentum of that pendulum momentum of that pendulum rum-pa-pum-pum of that pendulum bum 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 Momentum of the pendulum. And welcome aboard Metro Redline Destination is Union Station. Now eating, drinking, and no smoking on this train or station platforms. Do not place any bags or your feet upon the seat. Uh, be especially mindful of those seats designated for seniors and other physical challenges. We do appreciate keeping those seats available. Maintaining musically in your own personal space. I think what I'm going to say. I think what I'm. I think what I'm going to start doing. So. Oh my gosh. Um, I think what I'm going to start doing. Oh yeah. When I interview people, I'm going to say, this is my personal diary, my audio diary. May I interview you for my audio diary? Because this really is what that is. It's more of an audio diary than it is a podcast. I come out with a series of audio books <coughs> called Audio Inspirato Projecto Audio Diaries, Audio Journals audio diary journal, a diary journal, a journalry, a diurnal, di- diurnal, 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 journaly, journey, oh, a journey, wait, diary, journey, journey, A-I- a journeyary. J O U R N I A R Y. As I'm saying this, wow, I'm getting images of of dreams that I had. One of them is this my old backyard in Carroll Street, Illinois. I'm imagining floating above the trees there. There's that patio enclosure. Wow. Imagining floating over those that backyard, floating over the neighborhood, 
bird's eye view across the street past Nathan Grant's house, into his backyard, beyond his backyard, into the cornfield, bird's eye view of the cornfield, following that, following that, following that cornfield. Creek is on the left side, house is on the right side, following it to the old house, the two-story house back there in the woods. That was interesting because those woods, there was a little patch of woods, maybe an acre, maybe less woods. And then the cornfield, woods in the cornfield in this house. I've got to make a movie about that house. There's a house there, it was abandoned. Two story, three, well, I guess, yeah, two stories. Well, two stories, an attic and a basement. Carroll Street, Illinois. It faced Coon Road, or Kuhn, K-U-H-N Road. Everyone has a different pronunciation. It's mysterious. I remember the first time we went to this house, there's a few of us, and only a few of us dared, I think. Dan Runenbach, Nathan Grant, Tim Grant, Josh and I, Tom Yosinek. I mean, we the life we lived was like Stand By Me. I loved it. And then when Stand By Me came out, it was like everyone's favorite. few of us there in that little patch, there's a, a large fallen tree, and so we were sitting back there contemplating what we should do, and a couple of us decided, let's go inside that building, let's go inside that place, what's in that house, is it haunted, oh, and around that time, I think Goonies came out, so we, were, we had these sugar plums dancing in our heads, that if we went down to the basement, we'd find some secret passage that would lead us to, just like with the pirate ship, in... Goonies. So we had, I mean, just our imaginations, our imaginations were full blast. And I believe a couple of us went into the, went into the house and then uh, a few of us went into the house and oh wow, a whole, a whole group of I think foreign exchange kids just came out of the bus. Interesting. You'll hear them talk in the background. So, we were going to this house, and we were also watching Children of the Corn back then, so that was scary, because uh, Nathan Grant and Billy Thurner, their house faced the cornfield, and we, were, we would always build these paths through the cornfield. That was cool. All kinds of mazes. We knew those mazes backwards and forwards, so when... It was always a fun discover, a fun thing to go, hey, guess what? I made a, an extra path that leads parallel to what that path is. So we could kind of see through the stalks. They wouldn't even know we're here. And we'd play hide-and-seek in there. Oh, my God, it was so much fun, so much fun. So back to the house. A few of us went in there, and a neighbor, a neighbor, because there was a cul-de-sac. Okay, so within the woods, there was, like, sort of a cul-de-sac that, you know, kind of went back into the neighborhood. 
and one of the neighbors came out and was like, you guys don't belong here. You know, you, this is uh, my neighbor and I was told to watch their house while they were away on vacation. And we're looking around this house and it's empty. And we go, on vacation? She's on vacation? There's nothing in here. He's like, oh yeah, trust me, she's on vacation. We're like, no, no, this is an empty house. He goes, no, she's on vacation. I'm, I'm told to watch it. We're like, okay. You know, he was an adult, so we all left. Then we came back a second time, and we really got a chance to check it out. Uh, we went down to the basement first, and down those stairs, there was an old refrigerator, and in this refrigerator, there were jars of things. We were wondering what's in these jars. I mean, they're like mason jars. That was my first time I've ever seen a mason jar. No, probably second. Grandma and Grandpa had mason jars, I believe, down in their basement. So maybe this is the first time I saw mason jars outside of Grandma and Grandpa's house. There were all these mason jars in the fridge, and we were wondering, oh my gosh, are these human organs? What 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 is this? And there were boxes with with things in them. And we were like, okay, certainly there's got to be a secret passage. That was in the daytime. We went there to make sure to go in the daytime. So there weren't any lights in there or anything. And there were what seemed like secret passages in between rooms. And now thinking back on it, those might have been closets. I'm starting to think that maybe one bedroom shared a closet with the other bedrooms. When they open up their doors, if the person on the other side opened up their doors, they'd be able to see them. Like that kind of thing. Maybe. I mean, that's that's what popped into my head right now. And it's uh, it's just amazing. Then oh yeah, then under the stairs there was a like a little hiding spot. You could hide in there. We loved looking around in this place. It was so mysterious. It was conjuring up all of these movies that were either around at the time or that were some of our favorite films that we had talked a lot about. So to see all these kinds of elements alive and well and available it was quite quite interesting. So we go up the stairs, and we found more boxes. We found boxes up there, up in that attic. And there was KISS posters. I remember there were KISS posters, and we contemplating whether, you know, if that guy was telling the truth, if people are going to come back, let's not steal anything. That's just no, you know, those are their KISS posters. We all, we all, we liked KISS. And we, you know, we respected that. And we didn't damage anything. We didn't, you know, mess with it or anything. And we were walking down the stairs. And as we were leaving, we heard what sounded like walking upstairs up in the attic. And we shouted up there. There was none of our none of our friends were still up there. I think I was with Jason Carpenter, Dave Carpenter, Dan Rennenbach, and Josh. I think I think Ben was out there at some point too. Mac Raver possibly. I think Mac Raver was there too. And we, you know, 
we uh, heard that up there, and we, we it freaked us out. We were out of there. We were out of there. And I think we went back a third time, and we heard, oh, and I think I was, I think I was looking around under that attic, under that thing, attic, I guess it's an attic, uh, below, just right below the stairs there, and um, we went there three, I think on three or four occasions, so we went back, and I think it was the last time for us. So we wanted to prove to the guys that we heard these sounds upstairs in the attic, you know, without any of us doing anything. Well, it's been eons since I remembered this story, and I think this is good now that I documented this, because this is one of... I'm going to start documenting the um, strange phenomenon that have happened to me throughout my years, and so that way I can remember those things to ask about when I go into, uh, uh, you know, I'd love to do past life regressions, of course, so those can be things I can ask about. I haven't thought about this one. So there we were this one day, I think the third day, and we heard that guy talking to some of the guys outside. You know, hey, you know, I told you told you last time I'm watching the house. These people aren't here. And then me and Dan Rennenbach cl- climbed under that stair thing. We were just hiding in there. Oh, no, me and Ben. Yeah, his brother Ben. And we were under the staircase thing. And we're just listening for it. Was it there? We are just, uh, oh, yeah. We were just, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> so where are, you, where are you going on a, a trip to today? Oh, I'm doing a podcast, by the way, right now on the train. Would you mind being interviewed on my way to, I'm on my way to a radio show right now that I do. Uh, I'll just answer briefly. I'm going to Pershing Square and then to the dentist. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You look like an artist. Do you, do you, uh, do you create stuff? I'm blessed to have the world's largest archive on Ethiopian Haile Selassie reggae Rastafari Jamaica herb and Africa. Oh my goodness! Do you own an art gallery that has all that art? Not an art gallery. It's a, basically a museum that's looking for a home. That's incredible. I'm interviewing an artist on my radio show today, Sam Litzinger, um, and also a guy named Pal Stanley. So that's so interesting. Where? Um, do, where can people find this? Once this podcast is up and out there in the world, people can find a way to contact you in some okay, way. well, they could go to Facebook and punch in jim.marshall, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L, dot 9275. And then, please, all of you, enjoy my photo albums. Oh, my gosh. So how long have you been collecting this kind of art for? Since 1980. Wow. So is it, do, it must just be but all again, over the It's not just art. It's orders and of chivalry and medals and insignia and over a thousand books. I help people find anything they want. Oh my goodness. So you could actually open up your own store with all this stuff, huh? Or museum. Wow. That's intriguing. What's your name? Oh, my name is Kurt. Good to meet you, Kurt. Nice to meet you. Have a blessed day. Thank you, you too. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes, folks, that's what uh, Inspirato Projecto is all about. Um, oh, and I'll look for your site, and I'll send you this so you can check it out. Um, so that's what Inspirato Projecto is all about, is just finding various folks who have uh, talents and passions and are inspired to to create their art they want to see in the world, uh, collect the art they want to see in the world, and continue to reflect that out there oh awesome oh my god here it is here's a card 
Jim Marshall, Grand Officer, Star, Ethiopia, Reggae and Ethiopian Archives. I find for you Reggae and Ethiopian books, magazines, medals, insignia, orders of chivalry, and more. Just ask. I would say that Jim is a, um, a detective, like an Indiana Jones. You're like an Indiana Jones, really. To see great cultural items go for, uh, for to see great cultural items for sale, go to Facebook. Yep, just like you said, punch in jim.marshall.9275 and click on photos, then albums, then click on archive items for sale and photos of books available from my archive. The bottom photos in each album are the most recent, so even more likely to still be available, but feel free to ask for anything you like by email or messaging me. Thanks. It's so intriguing. Like, had... Had Jim not sat next to me, I wouldn't. We would not have found out about a new nugget of information that could possibly help you, and/or any of your friends or family or neighbors or relatives out who are looking for such rarities. You know, a lot of times people don't know where to look. They don't know where to go. Yet, with everything, there's a person who specializes in it. There's a person who has an expertise in it, and a person who's inspired to dive deep into that. And it's so intriguing. Once you're able to find those people, holy cow! Then you know you've asked the right person. And especially if they're like a detective type person, especially if they're an explorer, and an adventurer, the curiosity leads them down the rabbit hole and they find this information. And, you know, we, when we find this information, what do we want to do? We want to share it with others. We want to be able to um, talk with others, geek out with others about this kind of information. And uh, it's always fun when you can talk with others in those realms that you yourself have investigated and decided to learn more about it's uh it's astounding that things like groups like meetup exist out there in the world because then that offers people the opportunities to find one another facebook groups you know all of these great resources out there that that inspire us to put our own stuff up out there into the world um for any of you listening who especially those through anchor um I love collaborating with folks, as, as you well know. I always like to uh, feature messages that folks have left for me within the app. You can do that on the Anchor app. You can leave messages for each other, and a lot of times I get great messages from folks that I want to share on my podcast. So if you uh, ever want to you know, leave any message or, or promote your product or anything, um, the crazier the message, the better, I would say. If you want to leave your ukulele riffs, uh, your slide whistle sounds, um, your your mouth harp, uh, mouth harp noises, please feel free to leave those within my little message folder here. And if you don't have Anchor, I would suggest anybody out there get get that app. Any of you who are listening to this through other podcast um, applications such as iTunes or Spotify or Podbean or Stitcher or what have you, there's a whole bunch now at this point. Whatever you're listening to through there, if you'd like to have your audio included on this podcast, please email me at inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com and I will make sure to include your audio in the next concoction. I'm astounded by how many views I'm getting on these on these episodes now. Holy cow. Oh god, here comes something else. We are going to promote this right now. Dub Club Wednesday, August 8th. You know what's so funny? August in itself is an 8, which is infinity, and then that's happening on August 8th. So that's double infinity. We have here Sister Nancy backed by Quinto Soul 
Soul Like the Sun, and Raging Fia. Dub Club DJs, $20 at the door, $17 advance tickets from Ticketfly.com. Doors at 9 p.m. at the Echoplex, entrance at 1154 Glendale Boulevard, Echo Park. Here's the other side of this flyer. Dub Club, Wednesday, August 22nd. Here's another show. In association with Carib Press, presents the original Black Scorpio, Horseman Crew, Jack Scorpio. We also have Lord Sassafras, General John Mikey. Is this something, are you going to be emceeing this or producing it? I'll be vending there. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Jim will be there vending. Uh, celebrating 50 years in the dance hall at Echoplex. $12 advance from Ticketfly. $15 at the door. 1154 Glendale Boulevard, Echo Park. Look at that. Ask and ye shall receive. Ask and ye shall receive. You end up finding people who are, are similar reflections of yourself. Everywhere you go. And what's so intriguing about it is that we never truly know until we actually... We actually, we, you know, reach out and we ask. It's an entire adventure. It's an entire adventure. If you can see Jim's hair right now, it's wrapped up in what looks like the Doctor Who scarf, and it's, uh, I assume, can only assume dreadlocks. Um, it's astounding. It's incredible. He's going to be vending there at this, uh, uh, at this thing that I just told you about. So... You can check out his stuff there live. All of, all of the collections that he's got. There's got to be some of you out there who appreciate those kinds of things. Reggae, Ethiopian art, etc., etc., et artifacts. So pass the word on to those folks. Um, let's see. We are we are pretty close to where we got to be. Almost at Union Station. Almost at Union Station. Wow. 11.59, so this is great. I should get there at like uh, 12.15. That'll give me plenty of time to set up to meet with Sam and Dave, talk over stuff. I'll also be interviewing these guys after the show, too. So it'll be like uh, an extra, extra little giblet that we can then we can then, uh, you can then listen to. We'll also be broadcasting on Periscope today. Periscope.tv. And then just search in the search bar. Search for Inspirato Projecto. It'll take you to the page. And that will start broadcasting probably at 1. 1 o'clock today. Possibly even earlier. Depends on how quick I can start getting the studio set up. I'm going to see uh, since Captain Nicholas is going to be there station managing um, he's I'm, I think if I can have him move the periscope around the camera um, that could be that could be something awesome that could be something phenomenal um, what else yeah we'll be on kchungradio.org slash streaming.html that is the official place to hear it as it goes live you can watch it live on Periscope what else what else um, heck if David Bowie goes live on Instagram that would be cool too 
we get a whole multi-simulcasted, multimedia simulcasted experience happening. This is great, folks. When you become the media, you, you put out whatever you want. It's beautiful. In this day and age, you, you know, there are... It's, it's so many more avenues for each place that it seems like it's... Uh, for every spot that seems like it's um, uh, uh, filled with boundaries or limitations, there are tons of other resources that are available and open for free and um, tools that help you to expand your, your knowledge and, and art forms even further and farther. Broader and brighter. Broader and brighter. Boy, oh boy, I missed talking on this podcast when I was cleaning the house that whole time. Holy moly. Holy moly. All day yesterday I slept. I think I told you that, right? I had quite a few dreams. And I look forward to more. Oh, here we go. Arriving at Union Station. We will talk more later. Bye. This, actually, you guys, this could very well be the last piece here. So keep that in mind.